That means containing a specialised text editor? Yeah. That means can integrate different modules together? Yeah. By the time you get two that you think there's definitely a right answer, you're going, oh, let's have a look at the bottom answer then. Yes? All of the above. That means can have many projects open at the same time. It can edit and compile C. Is fully open source project. Off you go. Um, See, the one that you'd probably be questioning is, NetBeans is a fully open source project. Do you think you can actually contribute to it? And the reality is you can. Okay, you do have to sign up to it, but you can actually do that. So, which of the following statements is correct? NetBeans can only work with NetBeans projects? No, because I can actually get code from elsewhere and use that. And NetBeans can be extended by adding, cannot be extended with adding modules. Yeah, there's a whole section about how you actually extend NetBeans. NetBeans uses Java Beans and components to simplify creating GUI applications. Yes, it does. It has a nice little GUI editor which actually uses the proper Java Beans. NetBeans are a set of classes, beans, which can be distributed around the internet. Okay? This is where I've got um, bored of trying to think up sensible answers. Actually, that was supposed to be an insensible answer. NetBeans is only available on Linux and Windows operating system. No, Mac, okay. Um, NetBeans, because it's in Java, isn't it? Therefore, it can do anything. And NetBeans can cope with developing an application with multiple programmers. Uh, it says cannot, it can because it has a version control, but it also has the ability to talk to each other while you're actually developing it live. <coughs> you can do something which I've never actually showed you any version control. So, there we go. CBS <coughs> Okay. Because you sat through that test and for the first time you actually took the full 20 minutes, didn't you? So they're going, oh, that one, that one, that one, that one. Yeah, you set a half of the question, the challenge here. And it is, you know, your M level. I'd have to say that the first one that's not M level is the sort of extent of the end of PSC level. M level can the student's process mentally the stages required. And put them into a correct sequence. So, well, yeah. yes, it was tough. You know, each year when I come back to that type of question, I have to think. Okay? <laughs> we all have to think. Yeah. So, um, it was interesting because Bodo, the person who does the practical on a Monday, okay, he's never done this module. He's because there's too many of you, and we had to have a second practical session. So. He was, he was my person of choice because he does see development all the time and he does actual, he uses version control. And it was interesting talking to him because I was just getting him to reflect how the experience that he had with those people who turned up on Monday. He's going, they don't understand why you use version control. I'm kind of, I'm sure they do, but they don't. What do you mean by they don't understand? Well, What's it all about? Why is it useful? Surely you can just have your own files and edit them. Okay? Conversion control is about... Actually, no, it wasn't that. What he was trying to say was, they will never understand why you need version control because they won't do it for long enough. You only really understand the benefits as a programmer of version control once you've done it for a few months. Okay? At the moment, it's something that gets in your way. In a few months of development, it's the tool that saves your lives. Yeah? 
So it is important because it has got this concept of being able to go back, branching, merging, and all that kind of thing. And it goes back to one central repository on the server, which has the files, which has all the revisions, which has all the diffs. Um, you get those files, you create your own little sandbox, you work on that sandbox, you modify it. Unfortunately, somebody over there is also modifying the same, well, not the same files, but their copies of those files at the same time. And they, if one person commits, the repository goes, he says yes. Second person commits, and what happens? What is the practice and experience? Conflict. Conflict. Yeah. What have they got to do? They have to change. Updates. Resolve conflict. Commit. Yes, by which time this person has made some changes. They think they're the only person in the world who's doing anything. Oh, commit, doesn't work, conflict, update. In fact, one poor person last week wasn't fast enough at typing the commands and constantly was being beaten by the system. Okay? Um, typically, that won't happen in real software developments because one person will be responsible for a module at a time, hopefully. Yes? But um, it was good for you to experience that, definitely. Yes? Um, CDS will actually cope with the fact that you're actually editing different methods at the same time. It can work that out. It's where you're modifying the same lines of code at the same time that it has problems. It will try and merge the two. Um. Multiflow. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit confused about the sandbox. Could we have sandbox on the server? Is that in the server? Uh, yes, you can have. Which is what the what you were actually doing yeah. in practice. Yes, but conceptually, they're in two different locations. It can be like both side, both side, like like local machine as well as server, both. Um, Louise was acting as both the server and the client. Client. Yes? Yeah. But if you were working on SourceForge, mm. then SourceForge will be the server so, and the client. will be the client. Exactly, yeah. That's the typical way of doing it. Yeah. Yes? Um, well, I don't know. Anyone come across CBSNT since you're all Windows people? <laughs> no, apart from two down front here. CBSNT? Oh, you haven't done your research then, have you? <coughs> CBSNT, actually, yeah, you haven't done your research. Who's got a laptop? You know what I'm like, you don't put your hands up, I assume that none of you have. Right? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six people got laptops. Um, CBSNT is the CBS <coughs> client that you need on Windows, really, or it's the standard one. But it also comes with CBS Server. Oh. Okay? Is it free? Guess what? Is it free? No. It's free. Oh, free, okay. Okay, without suggesting it, no. So, <laughs> it's free. So, you can actually set up your own CBS server of your own machine. Sigwin's pretty good, isn't it? Sigwin's pretty good. Explain what Sigwin is. It's a um, um, Unix environment built to run on Win32. On Windows. Just Windows. Okay. Yeah. Windows. 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 So you've got Bash and SSH and all the Unix tools. You forget Apache as well if you want to. Right. All the Unix tools built to run with libraries which extend basic features of Windows to provide Unix-like features. 
So it gives you Linux on a Windows machine. Yes? Sigwin. C Y G W Y N. Sigwin. Yeah? And if you go to the Optic Way, you can get Wine, which is allowing you to run Windows on a Linux machine. And even Darwin for Mac. Anyway, so. So, so the beauty of doing that, of actually having your own server on your own laptop, is that you can put some document in your own sandbox, commit it to your own version control, so that in three weeks' time you can actually look at the changes to your own files. Yes? You end up with your own backup system on the same hard disk. That's not a backup system, but you see what I mean. No, you know you have to get one of the same CVS servers. But then, um, for Ubuntu, it's easy to find app, get CVS, whatever. Yeah. Of course, the link is fantastic. It's so much easier in the end, you don't realise it. You have to go through it. Oh, Windows is what I mean. Um, so, normal one. Check out the thing. You end up with your own sandbox. Um, you make some changes, you update, you modify, um, update and resolve conflicts, commit. Yeah. Oh man, he's still in. Oh, tunnel. Tunnel. Is that the tunnel between the client and server? Okay, the tunnel is just the connection. How you, the connection may be a local connection. Yes? You said that when you branch in, you have to basically send to the main channel. Uh, I've seen to have misled you somehow. Right. Um, when you're doing branching, okay, repository there, client over here, suddenly I want to go, oh, um, I don't want to disturb people on the main trunk. I want to try something out. I'll create a branch. Yes? So you say, um, CBS minus B branch name, whatever you want to. Yeah? Which will take your sandbox and on the server will be creating a branch of that. Unfortunately, your, your sandbox stays in the trunk. So you have, that's when you have to do CBS minus R, the branch name. Okay? Which hopefully is different to any tag names. Then, when you do CBS update minus R, it will get that branch and your sandbox in the branch of it. Then when you start modifying your sandbox from that point on, it will then update the branch. Okay? Um, EXT basically says, okay, if we talk, if we have a pseudo concept of tunnels, yes, um, if your dots your repository on the same machine as your sandbox, then you don't actually need any real tunnel, theoretically, because you can see the same file system. And as long as you've got something that has proper um, access control <coughs> over the files, then you can be manipulated. As soon as you start going from a server to a client on a separate machine, then how do you transfer the information and how do you log on and all that kind of thing? And the standard one is SSH, secure shell. Yes? Have you come across SSH minus L yet? No! Oh, SSH minus L, right? I'm not telling you anymore, 
It's fantastic, and it's lovely for hacking into systems. <laughs> capital L or lowercase? Lowercase L or capital L? Big L. Okay. Because I'm not going to tell you any more about it, and I'm going to lie to you later on. If you work out what the minus L does, the Y will become apparent. Yes? Very useful. So, um, X, X basically says to make the connection between the two, this is the protocol you're going to use. And normally it would be an X's setup. On NetBeans, okay, um, you still need public private keys if you're going to do it correctly under CPS. Okay? And the public private key basically is the authentication mechanism. Now then, I was asking for your public keys. I don't want your private keys. <laughs> no, that's wrong. 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 I want your public keys. Okay? This guy is slipping. He's slipping. Right, I want your I want your public keys, not your private keys. Just in case you were wondering. Why did he nudge me? That wasn't fair. Oh, um, basically, you're allowing me to set something up in about three weeks' time. If I don't get your public keys, you will not be able to do one of the practicals. Because I can use your public key to give you authentication to another server that you're going to come across. Yes? If you don't do it, you won't be able to do authentication. So, that means it does require public private key. Yeah. For some wacky reason, they didn't allow um, keyboard authentication for the mechanism. Right, so, say. Sorry, I know it sounds really weird, but I've got. Hypersensitive hearing, which means if somebody else is whispering, I can't actually hear the other person. If you use another machine, load it, not the one you physically used at the time, and then when you use public key exchange, do you get refused because you're using different keys? No, you're allowed to have many. You're allowed to have the following scenario: server. Yes? On that server, you have an account. Yes? So, CompuDHP has a directory .ssh. In that directory is a file called authorized keys 2. Yes? And that's where you put your public keys. Yeah? Remember that? Over here, I have my other work machine. Putty Jam, public private key. Private key on this machine. Public key. Oh, I've got a public key. Where am I going to put the public key? Server. On the uh, server. Okay? Yep. I have a private key. My home machine, being the Mac, okay? Oh, I want to be able to authenticate. Create okay, a public private key using um, SSH keygen, okay? Which is different to putting. It, ge it generates public private key. Where do I put the public key? Server. No, not there. On server. the server. server yeah. The server now has two public, public keys. Key. Doesn't it? Yeah. Yes? And in fact, what happens is when the authentication protocol um, starts up, 
it goes, here's, um, here's a message encrypted with my private key. Okay, it goes to the server. The server goes and gets the public key and says, can I decrypt it with this public key? No. Can I decrypt it with this public key? Yes. Therefore, that's a valid key that's been used. So, in fact, authorised keys 2 has a list of public keys. Okay? That's how it works. So, you can have multiple personalities or multiple public private keys. <coughs> Are we created authorised keys to unpunch? Um, what you didn't realise was you did it on both the client and the server. The file system that you gain access to in the labs actually is the file system on the server on the same server as Yeah. Uh, it's a weird way, at least not weird, but that's what they've done. Um, the one thing we never touched on is the fact that I've started off doing some development, and I suddenly think this should be under version control. <coughs> I've been taught about version control, how do I do it? You actually import it into a CVS server using import commands. You may actually have to do more than that. Okay? So, once you've done that, the thing that you have just imported becomes a sandbox. It becomes the originating sandbox. The repository then has a copy of it. And from that point on, you delete all those files and then start up again, and everyone else in the world who has access to the repository can do things with it. Uh, standard practice some of you are tagging, going, hey, this is fun. Okay. You tag when you think you have been successful in building the program. Okay? You can tag for other reasons, but it's good practice to give. Give a tag name, underscore, reason for it not being a good tag. Okay? Because the reason for tagging is tag says this file, this file, this file, this file, this file were the files I used at this date which allowed me to get the system working. Okay? All files have a version number. You've seen 1 1.1, 1.2, 1.3, 1.4, 1.4.1, 1.4.2, and look. Yes? You can check out individual files at a very particular version number. But if you check out that file version 1.3 and that file version 1.3, version 1.3 of that file and that file are not at the same timestamp. Okay? Because that version 1.3 was just changed, that version 1.3 was changed three years ago, and since then um, it's now got to version 1.2000. Yes? If I check out 1.3, 1.3, they are inconsistent between them. So that's the reason for having to tag them, because the tag says, for this particular tag, the revision number for that timestamp is 1.3. The revision number for that file is 1.2000. The tag is the thing that ties everything together so that it knows what the version number is for the files at that time. So tags are important. Um, we're actually making a different thread of development. 
line Nathan, I'm sure, told you about whether you do the main development on the trunk or whether you do the main development on the branch. Yes, and the strategies for yes. Ah, that means you are <coughs> Moving on rapidly. Bugzilla. Um, I hate this because if you have not. Have you come across Bugzilla? Mm -hmm. Who has used Bugzilla? Looking for? Right, did you see that? It says looking for, but at the end it says something else. Just copy the first person. Thank <laughs> you. 
you to do the thing that you really want to be able to do in terms of book reporting. It allows you to go, there's a problem. So, let's create a new ticket. I think I'm going to set a lot of people now. There are about six of us working on this. And they're going to go, why are you doing creating tickets? Anyway, so, what's the problem? The problem is, Tiger, Story, is 
What? Messed up. Messed up. Right. Is this a defect, an enhancement, or a task? <laughs> it's a defect. Give me a full description of the defect. A bunch of spanners have edited it and ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> Students are playing. Um, priority. Now then, you might have to look this up on Bugzilla because there are some questions about Bugzilla's way of talking about things. Okay? Um, blocker. Blocker basically says we can't do any more code development until someone fixes this bug. Critical. Ah, please do it. But other people uh, can go a little bit but can't go any further. Major. Yeah, this is bad. Minor. Oh, some people are reporting this as a bug. Trivial. You know, it's just the name of a copyright statement or something like that. Someone please change it. So, what do you think this is? A blocker. <laughs> Minor. Um, milestone, within track and auxiliary, you can set things called milestones. A milestone is, I'm going to have release 2 on the 31st of March. That's a milestone. I want it all working. There's another milestone, which is release 2, on the 30th of April. So I have milestones. I have basically a timeline. And on that timeline is um, milestone 1, milestone 2, milestone 3. <coughs> yeah? And uh, you basically say, when do you want this fixed by? And what version do you want it for? Which component is this relating to? So in fact, I can't put it in here because it's not a real thing. Keywords. Who should fix it? Now then, it's hyster we think it's hysterical, but, and we don't understand why students think this. Just because I make a comment in Bugzilla or Track saying there is an error, does not mean the bug will automatically get fixed. Track and Bugzilla are not programming tools. They do not fix the code. Over the last two years, you have about five students who come and put the message in there, and the problem still exists. <laughs> Why did the program fix the code? And it's as if, I don't know how, I, you're all laughing, you know, there's, there's five students in this room, but I don't know that's weird, we should do that. It doesn't do that, okay? All it is, is a forum. <laughs> It's a place where people put messages for other people to go, what should I do today? I'm bored. Yes, that's all it is. Especially Bugzilla. It tracks a bit better. In fact, I've just realised it's a better one. I'm not doing really going to that because that is really more difficult. Is Bugzilla still got that awful interface? Yeah. Right, this is the one that you're going to be using in a few weeks' time. This is actual students doing work. Okay? If you wanted to, you could see how their work is progressing. So I'm actually getting final year students to do their coursework together. The one I'm after is open up one. A bit more, yes, I'm not bored. 
So, new ticket. Are there any tickets? No active tickets. Create a new ticket. This is going to look upset for your people. Defect? Okay, it's a defect. It is messed up. Uh, minor. Milestone. Milestone more. Clients. Yeah. Version. One. Keywords. Home. Assign to. Nobody. I don't have any files to attach. Submit tickets. So, so what? Well, it's there. View tickets. Shows. That one. I can click on it. And I can go. Oh, I've got some more comments. They have not removed comments. <laughs> um, oh, look, I can change the priority of things. I can go, that's not mine, that's a major app. Yeah. And so I'm going to leave it as new, or I can actually say the following person should fix it. Okay? Once you've got a system of people in there, you can actually say, this piece of person is now going to fix it. It then comes up in their job list. And what typically happens is, the person goes, oh, that's quite an interesting problem. Um, I'll have a look at it. And they go, oh no, review this ticket, assign it to somebody else. And in fact, the problem then gets passed around everyone. It should actually have a system which shows who have never had this problem assigned to them, they're the next person to try it. Anyway, there you go. So, submit changes. Um, in fact, timeline shows you, look, I created the ticket today, I made some change sets to the thing. Roadmap, assignment handling, milestone one, <coughs> shows you the progress towards that milestone because it shows you how many tickets are outstanding. So there's one active ticket, nobody's done anything. So let's view the tickets. Active tickets. Time of story. Um, resolved. Fixed. Invalid. Won't fix. Works for me. Okay, works for me. Works for me? You know the classic thing? I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't got a problem. When I run it, it works on my system. That's because I've got the minutes. <laughs> Oh, excuse me, sorry. You know when you said about the milestone and the time, the time period? Yeah. Do you actually set it, um, the date? Or? Yeah, so in the, in the roadmap, oh look, 100% complete at the moment. But um, if I go to that milestone, edit milestone information, milestone due by. Oh, okay. Yeah? Quite a nice little way of making sure people are on track. You missed that one. Uh, we track. Is it free Sorry? Guess what? It's free. Okay? In fact, this installation is built by Buildix, which are an XP company. Uh, there's a wiki, so in other words, I can actually edit the instructions and the documentation for this entire project. Did I say it's free? Brilliant. Uh, timeline robot. Browser source code, it's actually linked to version control so that I can actually go to the trunk and I can see that two days ago I made some minor change, Jack revisions before, um, 
There it is. What was the change set? Um, I changed some code. Right? Oh, look, some even go, yes, right, basic programs there. <laughs> Very. You <laughs> write Windows applications. But anyway, there you go. Um, I just removed some text. Yes? The <coughs> module doesn't have a CVS graph thing. Nasty, but never mind. You don't need one. Um, so, a few tickets, new tickets, search, cruise control, I'm going to tell you about that again. I can search for anything I want to search for. So, in other words, uh, what was the report? It's not a good isn't it? Technician is about to go. Oh, no, I'm scary, but I'm sure it fixes very quickly because one of the technicians is brilliant. Um, well, they're all brilliant. So you will play with Bugzilla, okay? The other thing is, and I wonder if NetBeans is installed on here. It's linked to CBS, so you can change Track is linked to SVN, which I wasn't going to tell you about for another two or three weeks. Bugzilla isn't linked to a version control system, okay? Because I'm trying to separate this into plan-driven versus um, agile, yes? So agile would say everything is integrated together. Uh, under NetBeans, this is really bad. I don't want to see what I'm doing. <laughs> 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 